Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy Wednesday, Andrew. Man, it is a happy Wednesday, middle of the week. April is winding down quick. Yes, you know, this is I, the last week. I feel like, you know, it's because you have all of the uh, anxiousness with the, with the taxes and all that. And the week before that, you know, you had the, the Easter holiday and just a lot going on this mm-hmm. month. And now it's just like rolling right towards that end of the school year, summer break, good yeah. stuff coming. Right in the middle of all that on a weekend. So I didn't get to say it. Yeah. I actually had an anniversary. Oh, and you had an anniversary too? Yes, yes. Which, which one? Um, with Marita. No. Yes. <laughs> I was talking about the number. I didn't oh, mean to put oh, you on, on 20, the spot. 28. 28. A, a gentleman never tells. <laughs> 28. 28. We, we, we've been married for 28 years. Well, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so. so boy, huge month for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well. So, so you want me to read Psalm 87? Now that we got all that out, you want me to read Psalm 87? I, and, and I hope that everyone's listening to us is having a great month, too. Yes. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Marita. Sorry we missed it when it happened on here. But again, that was a Saturday. We didn't even record, so. There you go. Anyway, here we go. Psalm 87. I'm going to read from the American literary version. A psalm of the sons of Korah, a song. His foundation is in the holy mountains. Yahweh loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon as among those who know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This one was born there. Yea, of Zion it shall be said, each and every man was born in her, and the Most High himself will establish her. Yahweh will count when he writes up the peoples. This one was born there. Those who sing as well as those who dance shall say, all my fountains are in you. Hmm. So just talking about the translation. So remember yeah. on Monday I highlighted that there's basically two ways to look at this psalm. Right. And then yesterday what I wanted to clarify is certainly if you read certain translations, you might have a hard time finding one or the other of those because it's it's how you read it. The informs, Hebrew. Yeah, how you read the Hebrew informs how they, they translate it. I think this psalm really brings that to mind. So, so in the verse where it says, I, and this one doesn't have numbers, so I can't remember which which verse it is, but I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon. Verse four. Verse four. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon as among those who know me. Mm-hmm. So it's it's supplied this idea that I'm going to talk about them as ones who know me, mm-hmm. as opposed to I am going to mention them to the ones who know me. To the ones. I, yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And so different, the different ESV has it is I will recall to the ones who know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does the New King James say there in verse four? Similar to the ESV, yeah. to those who know me. Yes. Yes. And so then you get to, and again, I don't know the verse, but where it's yea of Zion, it shall be said, each and every yeah. man was born in her. Correct. And the Most High will establish her. So, verse 5, verse so, 5. So where where this ALV says each and every man was born in her, there's an idiom there. It's The idiom, the word is just a man and a man. That's, that's what's literally there, okay. a man and a man. Yeah, so the New King James says this one and that one. This one and that one, okay? And a man so, and a man. Yeah, so it's, it's based, again, that is what that kind of means, each man. It, it's, it's an idiom that is the idea of each person. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the way they have this, when, when it's worded, each and every man was born in her, that presents that kind of unifying, universal, yeah. all the nations are coming all in. All the nations so coming in. I just together. wanted to point that out. And, and listen, yeah, I'm not complaining. 
complaining about the translation. I think no. those are actually, again, this is where the struggle is now. It's not so bad as, as skeptics want to say that you can't, you just can't know what it's saying. But we do understand there are translational choices that have to be made. Sure. But again, this is one of those great, great examples of the fact that, yeah, there's translational choices that have to be made. We kind of read each sentence. It might be a little different, but when you're done, it's the same point. What's the point? Zion gets exalted. Yeah, that a lot of those translational choices really amount to nuance. Yes. Not not then, significant. Not to significant difference yeah, in meaning. Exactly. Either way, Zion is exalted. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's that's the point behind the psalm. You're not going to miss the point behind the psalm with these different translations uh, of of it. That's so exactly that, right. I think that's a powerful point to recognize. So here. one of the things we've been looking at a little bit this week, and maybe we'll dive a little deeper, is contrasting then yeah. this city of God, this Mount Zion, mm-hmm. with these uh, great nations of the world, great cities of the world, like a tire is a great, great city. Yes. And right in the middle of that, there's one that's mentioned that I think draws out a point that we need to grasp, and that's the city of Babylon. Yeah, another great city. Babylon, which you and one, I... One of the seven wonders of the ancient world, as I recall. The, the Hanging the Gardens. Gardens. Yeah, big time. Babylon, when you and I hear that, what comes to our mind... Well, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't speak for you. When I hear that, what comes to my mind is that that late empire under Nebuchadnezzar that conquered Judah and took them captive and carried them off. Yeah. And that's because I read the word Babylon, and I know that's the nation that did that. Yeah, that's part of it. Here's the thing to keep in mind, is that the word Babylon, as we see it in our English translations, is a transliteration from the Greek. Mm-hmm. All right. So when the Greeks saw the word for this city or this nation or this kingdom, they they translated it Babylon. All or, right. You know, they had their and of course all the different endings they could have. And so then it's been translated transliterated into English Babylon. But what's in the Hebrew is actually just Babel. 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 Yeah. So when they saw Babel, the Greeks put it Babylon, and then that got transliterated in English. Right here in Psalm 87, it says Rahab and Babel. Yeah. Which that actually brings something else to my mind. Mm. That brings to my mind Genesis chapter 11. And the first city that, that well, not the first city, because Cain goes, Cain goes out and builds, I'll get all these words out here in a second. Cain goes out and builds some cities, so, and Enoch. But He's got the descendant Nimrod. Yes, And so we've got this city where after Noah and the ark, they're told to go be fruitful, Mm -hmm. multiply, and fill the earth. Genesis 11. But instead of doing that, they all gather in the plain of Shinar or Mm -hmm. Shinar, and they start building this tower and city, it says. We often talk about the Tower of Babel, but it really does specifically say in Genesis 11, tower and city. It is. And I, I appreciate you bringing that up when we do see Babel. It is, it is a long period of time, mm-hmm. right, uh, that Abraham comes out of this region of Mesopotamia, and there's already a Babel. Um, learning about the ancient Near East, it's hard to overstate the influence and some shared kind of cultural milieu uh, from Mesopotamia and, and the Canaanite peoples and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, you, you need to think through, I mean, different almost epochs, epochs Mm -hmm. of history when you come to the word Babel. Well, and as we consider this issue, yesterday we talked about the city built by God. Mm -hmm. 
what I want to draw out from this recognition of Babel as part of this is the city whose builder is not God. Mm -hmm. Because what we have happening, of course, there's Eden, which is the garden city of God, if you will, the sanctuary, the one that God set up on his holy mountain. We we find that the mountain of God when Ezekiel refers back to the garden. What we have in Genesis 11 is men saying, let's build this tall city and this tall tower as if to create their own mountain, Mm -hmm. and it will reach up to the heavens. And it's the idea, not just of trying to get to God. It's not that they're trying to just, oh, let's see if we can get up there to God. They're trying to supplant God. They are trying to take the place of God. We're not going to try to do things God's way. Again, it's like Cain, who was told to wander and then built a city. Here are well, things. and it, it seems to be an effort again of the people trying to, you said, supplant God to be like God. You know, what's the temptation for Eve? You eat this fruit and you will be wise like God. You'll know everything that God knows. Um, and, you know, with, with to have the knowledge of God and then also the tree of the fruit of everlasting life to live forever without dying, they're trying to make themselves God. Yes. Similarly with Babylon, we're going to make a tower. Where do the gods live? Up in the heavens. Well, then we're going to go be there. That's mm-hmm. where the gods are. We're going to see what they see. We're going to know what they know. They're trying to make themselves gods. And again, here's the contrast. There is the city that God built. Mm -hmm. He built it on his holy mountain, the mountain that he chose. He designed it. He authorized it. He built it. But here now is the city not built by God, what God has not told them to do. Back again in Genesis 11, what he had told mankind to do was to spread out and fill the earth. A a re- a commissioning of that Eden commission. Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. They would, When they were in Eden, they were supposed to, Adam and Eve, and then their descendants were supposed to keep the garden and serve the garden in such a way that it would propagate and fill the earth. And then they would fill that with image bearers of God throughout that entire earth. Of course, that turned out Dismally, right? Adam and Eve sinned. Cain yes. sinned, killing Abel. Then we move into Lamech, who all, you know got worse and worse and worse until we finally get to the time when God looks around and says that all the the intents of the thoughts of men are evil continually. Yes, and He finds one bright shining spot: mm-hmm. Noah and his family. Noah finds favor or grace in the eyes of the Lord, and God delivers him, destroys the world, and then kind of essentially starts over. Yeah, giving the same command: be fruitful and multiply and fill, fill the, the earth. earth. And instead of being fruitful and multiplying and filling the earth, they all gathered together in one plane and said, no, no, we're actually going to try to get up to heaven. Mm-hmm. We're going to do things our own way. Anyway, what this does is sets up the contrast. There's always the contrast. We get to Psalm 87 and there's the contrast. There are the cities that are born of God. And either way that you read this, this is important. Either way that you read this Psalm, you still have the contrast because it's not, it, even with the fact that, oh, folks born in Babylon, folks born in Egypt, folks born in Tyre and Philistian Cush can also be born in Jerusalem, even the spiritual Jerusalem. What we learn from that is it's not enough to say you're born in Babylon or Egypt or Cush or Tyre or Philistia. You have to be able to say you're born in Jerusalem, mm. even if we're taking that metaphorically. Now, certainly, if you take the approach that we're talking about judgment on those nations, you yeah. obviously want to have said right. that you were born in Jerusalem. It's the, the contrast of the cities. Even to today, mm-hmm. we need to recognize that I have to be in the city whose builder and maker is God. But what I have to understand is that the competing city tries to look a lot like God's city. Mm-hmm. The, the builders of the competing city yeah. try to make it look a lot like the city that God has built. And we see that in the book of Revelation where it contrasts Babylon 
and it contrasts the, the heavenly Jerusalem. It contrasts the great prostitute of Babylon with the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. And what we find is how they're how the 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 city not built by God and the dragon and the beast right. try to mirror God and his works and his mm-hmm. buildings and his mm-hmm. city, but it's not. It's a terrible copy. And we don't want to be drawn away because of that. No, no, we don't. We want to pursue God, the things of God, his city, and we need to know uh, that the true city of God is his true church. I'm so thankful for the scriptures that reveal to us this plan, this establishment of this church, and here's the word of God that we might go find it and seek entrance into that kingdom. I appreciate so much what you were talking about on yesterday's program, how we are invited by the gospel to be born into the city of God, mm-hmm. born into the true Mount Zion, the the church of the living God. And we need to do that. That is a desperate and urgent need that we be born and have this spiritual citizenship in this heavenly Jerusalem. And it is there and it is offered to you and it's not something to put off. Uh, in fact, if we could help you with any way in taking that step in becoming a Christian and having that citizenship in his kingdom, we'd love to do that. If you'd like to know more about that, send us an email, texttalkatchristiansmeethere.org. We'll we'll meet up with you and we'll, we'll work on it. We'll study on those things. Show up and meet with us. Yeah. On Sundays, we're here. I mean, as we're recording this, we're meeting on Sunday mornings for Assembly of Worship at 10 o'clock, Sunday nights for classes at 5, Wednesday nights at 7.30 for classes. Uh, we would love to help anybody. Let's be a part of God's city because there is a competing city and it, and it looks good and it's, it's appealing and it draws in and it mimics and it mirrors, mm-hmm. but it's not the city of God. Doesn't deliver. So let's, uh, we, we want to help you with that. In fact, right now, right now, how about we go ahead and wrap up with a prayer? Yeah. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you, Father, for your, your genuine city and for Mount Zion and this city of God. And thank you, Father, that the, the gates are opened by the gospel and you're inviting all people from every tribe and tongue and nation to come and, and to take part in that and be part of that. Father, we know that there's other cities around. There, there are the babbles of this of this world, and they are trying to entice us and, and lead us into these, these other cities that, that are going to be doomed by your judgment because they, they are op- op- opposed to you, and they are false. And God, we pray for your truth to reign and that you would be glorified, and, and we might sing with the singers of old how all of the springs, they are in you. For your glory, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.